It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And we promise to try really, really, really hard. 5.03, it's a Thursday morning for you in New York City with the Eddie Scazarian down the Jersey Shore with a beautiful ocean breeze, cloudy skies, a little moisture in the air, and hanging with his dog is Albert Alex Dukes. What's up, Al? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Yes, there is moisture in the air and the smell of the ocean, the smell of summer, you might say. It's, it's right around out. the corner, It's Al. right around the corner. We'll get a rainy day today. We might get some snow later in the week, but it is around the corner still, Jerry. It's, uh, as they would say, summer is around the corner doing push-ups. Listen to this. L- listen to this. Look at it this way. You got your binoculars. Bob Dylan once yeah. sang about rainy day women, so start looking at them. Uh, rainy day. It's not as many rainy day women as bikini-clad, uh, sunny women uh, going around. Uh, <laughs> they tend uh, women and men and those with hot bodies tend to stay indoors when it's raining <laughs> or snowing or misty out. But when the sun comes out, I like to say this, Jerry: suns out, guns out. There you go. When you got Meaning, the total gym, your guns should be blazing this oh, summer. Oh, I'm a blazing, Jerry. I changed it up a little bit last night. Instead of eating a chicken breast, you went with salmon. Uh no, I I do though I do change it up with salmon. I tried chicken thighs for the first time. It was all right. Sounds very unexciting. Yeah, it was a little bit of a softer meat. It's a little bit of a darker meat, but I don't know. It was that's a one. And, that's a one and done. That's probably a one and done for me. By the way, your boy though, Chris McMonagall yesterday mm-hmm. with Carton and Roberts was killing the turkey meal. What do you mean? He thought it was the most boring, blah, no-tasting food ever. And I'm thinking, turkey? boy, this is not good for Al. Yes. Yeah, he's not 100% wrong. Turkey is a very plain. I, I would say turkey has less taste than chicken. And yet you love I'll it. give him that. And yet I do love it. I do love a good uh, turkey uh, turkey on whole wheat. Boy, that sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Easter's coming paste. up, Jerry. Turkey is another Easter staple. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is Turkey's for some an people. Easter staple? I've yeah, never heard turkey, that. Uh, ham. How is yeah. that? Well, time out a second. I, Where is turkey an Easter staple? My house. <laughs> I think turkey is a staple for any meal where there's a large gathering because you could just get a really large bird yeah, and Thanksgiving. stick it in the oven. Yeah, things like Thanksgiving, Not Easter, Easter, Christmas. No. Oh. Oh, really. it's an Easter meal. Of Jerry. course, I'm sure your cronies will come out on Twitter. Oh, my family's been having turkey on Easter yeah. for decades. <laughs> yes, hop on Twitter, yell at Jerry. Tell them all Don't about yell at me. Uh, uh, Eddie's sitting there shaking his head like Al's nuts. By the way, Jerry, I yes. saw the governor of New Jersey. Whether you like his politics or not, the governor of New Jersey shouted out one Jerry Recco. I got to tell you, that was actually quite neat. And I agree with Pretty you. Politics cool. aside, I mean, it is what it is. And people... and. Trust me, there were many mentions back to me that basically told me where to go just because my name was mentioned by the governor. Just like because the governor anything. said a nice thing about you. Oh, my God. People were yelling at you. Here, I'm going to read his tweet, Jerry. He he tweeted out the um, Asbury Park Press article 
about how you and your partner for Rutgers basketball Joe radio, uh, Joe Boylan, uh, have had a crazy season. And he wrote, uh, this is Governor Phil Murphy, New Jersey, in a season unlike any other, the voices of Jerry Rutko and Joe Boylan have kept fans feeling like they're sitting courtside at the rack. What a duo. Ooh. And that was very nice. I was actually really surprised by that. What a duo. How about that? Yeah, governor. very cool. Yes, it was very cool. I'm with you. No matter whether you like the governor or not, it's cool to have the governor of the state that you live and work in, Jerry, the place where you call home. I could not agree with you more, Did Al. you show your sons this? No, hey, because what? I will today. No, no, I will today. Right. I didn't because we had a uh, we had a scrimmage last night. So by the time I saw it was literally when I was laying down, I was watching the Nets game. Yeah. And I try to stay off Twitter, but I will always look at it before I go to bed for sure. And so I guess it was right around the end of the second, where maybe it was the end of the first quarter, wherever. I was really starting to fade away. And so I'm like, let me just check and make sure I know what I'm waking up to tomorrow morning. And that's where I saw it. So I, you know, I sent a picture. I was too tired to get up. I actually sent the screenshot to my wife. I said, what do you think? You know, kind of neat. Uh, but not my sons because I was heading to sleep. But I will show my son today. Now, how will you present that? Will you be like, uh, oh, by the way, dad, um, dad was mentioned by the governor yeah, of this you know, state. I, you know, something like it's pretty cool. I don't know. I'll just, I, You know what I'll probably do? I'll probably text it to my older son. My younger son will not even care. And quite frankly, <laughs> my older son's not going to care. But I will right. send it to him. I'll send him the uh, the screenshot of the You're, tweet. Your younger son would be more impressed if a YouTube star shouted you out. Yes. That would be if cool. If Mr. Beast or some guy by the name of Jelly who does Minecraft <laughs> videos shouted me out, then I'd be a star. If he was like, shout out to Rutgers play-by-play man and warm-up show <laughs> co-host Jerry Recco, your son would be like, holy mackerel. That you, or, not for nothing, the wrestlers. Anytime you've had a wrestler in here, I will take, here's the two people that have gotten... The best reaction from my soon-to-be 11-year-old and his friends on his baseball team, the Miss Ray Mysterio, is that his name? Yeah, Ray Mysterio, the I, man with the wrestling mask. Yes, I took a picture with him, and I, I didn't even know who he was. I, but I still took the picture because I knew the kids liked wrestling. And that was like, wow, you know. I'm like, no, I don't really know him. I just took a picture with him. And and Paul Blart, when I took the picture with Kevin James. Paul those, Blart. Those were the cop. two, yes. yeah, And they are fascinated by the in the photo book you made for the ten year anniversary of Boomer and Carton, yeah, when they saw Steph Curry with Boomer and Craig, they were blown away. Really? Yes. I, oh, and Shaq. That's the other one. Those two photos, they were like, "Wow, you guys had Shaq and Steph Curry," and then for me, Ray Mysterio and Kevin James were the two big ones for them. Hmm. Pretty and wild. Now- and now the governor of the state in which you live, in which you pay your taxes, in which your children go to school and where you call your home. Yeah, you know what's one of the coolest photos I have, which I think you took, I think, was at Yankee Stadium when you took the, I think you took the picture of me and Governor Christie at the time when we were playing yeah. that charity softball game. And then when he was doing the debates trying to run for president, I'm thinking, weird. Yeah, weird. I have a photo of this man. Yes, very strange. He was my teammate. Yeah, I was the uh, show photographer, staff photographer, if you will. But I took the picture of you with the Yankee Stadium seats above you, which is pretty true. cool, too. I have that hanging on my wall. Oh, do you really? Yep. Do I get proper credit? No, there's no credit given no. in these in these photos I mean, on my wall, Jerry. Listen, I'm not a credit guy, but in, in a case like that, I'd like some you, credit. You wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt. I think it'd be kind of neat. That's what you're saying. That's it all. It wouldn't hurt. Yes. 
Uh, Jerry, uh, last night prior to the Rangers hockey game, their head coach, David Quinn, and uh, most of their coaching staff was told they could not go and be at the game due to something having to deal with COVID-related, yes. COVID-related COVID protocols. A lot of people wanted the game canceled. People were saying, how can the Rangers go into a game with no head coach and no supporting coaches staff? And then they went out and won nine to nothing. Yeah. Scrum play, baby. Taking your calls. Do we need head coaches in the NHL? You want to take calls. Okay. Your thoughts. Eight. All right. No problem. No, 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 What's the really number? Want, I don't really want to What's take the number, calls. Eddie? Help me out. I don't Eight remember. 877 337 Do we really. need coaches in the NHL? <laughs> Would teams be better off with no head coaches or coaching staff? Because the Rangers put up nine goals, which I think nine nothing was one of their either the largest margin of victory or or the largest margin since like guys had to wear helmets or something. You do not see nine nothing games ever no. in the NHL. These guys were that you've heard like win one for the Gipper. This yes. is like win one for nobody. We've got no, <laughs> we have no. Well, coach. win one for Knobloch. He came out. He was the interim head coach. Knobloch and not Chuck Knobloch, you jackass. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> if that, if Chuck Knobloch coached the Rangers to a nine nothing win, that would have been awesome news. Oh, that's funny. No, it was not Chuck Knobloch. It was the Hartford Wolfpack coach that came up and coached the team. But you're that's right. I mean, cool. you know, there's. I'm trying to think. Who I've had this conversation. Maybe Evan. I'm not sure. But the conversation has definitely been had that how important and valuable are hockey coaches. NBA coaches, and there have even people that believe how valuable is a baseball manager if you just have someone on the bench responsible for the pitching change that's, you know, that is aware of the game situation. And if they got one guy that that's his only job, the guys go out there and do what they have to do. So there has been that conversation. I do believe there is value in coaching. Nobody ever argues the value of, a, of an NFL head coach, obviously, because as you know, being the leader of 50-something men is in and of itself a job. But, yeah, there are people that believe that it's not that necessary, but mm-hmm. I am not one of those. I think the coaching – coaching to me is everything leading into the game. Right. And now game, not necessarily game day. Right. I mean, listen. That's where you put it together. And there are decisions that have to be made on the spot during a game for sure, but everything is about the film study and the work that goes into the game plan for the game. And that that you cannot replace. You just can't. I went to look. I says, hmm, nine goals. Did someone have a hat trick? Yeah, Mika. Mika Zibanejad. Not only that, Al. Score. Three goals, three assists in one period. Oh, this is all one period? Yes. My one goodness. period, which is unbelievable. Also, Jerry, Buchnevich, two goals. What's his first name? Pavel. Look at you. You read the game story. I'm reading this. I'm looking at the... Uh, oh, you're looking at it now? I'm looking at it now. Artemi Panarin, the guy who was... Uh, uh, had Russian issues. Uh, Russia was chasing him. He had a goal. Yes. How about that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What do you want to say about it? That's all. That was pretty cool. I mean, the guy <laughs> was being chased by Russia a couple of days ago, and now he's uh, scoring one of the nine goals. And he scored in the loss a couple of nights ago, too. Oh, was so that he's right? back doing what he does. And the best part, Jerry, was the Flyers. We hate everything Philadelphia here in New York, New Jersey. Understood. Unless you're South Jersey, then you love Philadelphia for whatever reason. Now watch the Rangers go out next game get shut out. Like, couldn't we have balanced out the nine right, goals? Balance it out. 
Have you ever watched a game and said, guys, could we save some of this for the next game? Yes, Mets games. Yeah, when they're up 13-1 to one in the eighth inning and the opposing shortstop is pitching to them. Yeah, and it's you like, know, like tomorrow night, uh, Degrom's on the mound. You go, you know, they're scoring and they're, zero and runs. It's scoreless for him. in the eighth inning. Yeah, <laughs> poor Degrom. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. So yeah, the Flyers—they just got their butt. Seven goals for the Rangers in the second period. Yeah, that's uh, a big period for sure. No question. That I—I I don't know, and I haven't seen it, but I would think that does not happen many times. So in case you're wondering, do we talk hockey at WFAN? I don't know about the other hosts, but Jerry and I sure do. I mean, hell, I was even going to take phone calls. I was do all not, in on the phone calls. Do not take phone calls, Jerry. All right. I mean, listen, you 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 have your way. I have mine. Had Johnny, someone had someone called, I would have taken the phone call. I know you would have. <laughs> Johnny T on Twitter says that I have Governor Christie's autograph on the back of a DJ's VIP car from the time you guys did a show down there. Man, that's got to be what, like seven, eight years ago? <laughs> this guy's right. He goes, I was hoping he would become president. Yeah, because then you have like the president's autograph yes. on a DJ's in Belmar VIP card. Which is really cool. Do you remember that? They gave us a like a movie star trailer. You remember that? I do not recall that. You don't remember the oh, trailer? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember yes. at one point, I I, because that crowd was really on top of us, if you remember that show, and it place was packed. And at one point, there was one guy that was just yelling, and not yelling anything bad, but he just kept yelling at me. And I said, after I did the 8.30 segment, I'm like, I'm going to the trailer to chill out for a few minutes. Right. Let and me go. If you need me, I'll be in my trailer. It was, and it was lovely because they had donuts and food and drinks. I'm like, do I got to go back out there? <laughs> that was fun. That's yeah. a long time ago, though. I enjoyed the trailer as well. I'm sure you did. Uh, Dan J on Twitter says, ShopRite gives you the choice of ham or turkey for holiday rewards for Easter. Whatever, dude. Then, then I knew this one was coming. Here we go. This is uh, regarding your your nice words by Governor Murphy. Yes. Uh, Maria Accardi. Phil Murphy, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Jerry Rello, Mount Rushmore of liberals. Oh, yeah, that's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's one thing I've never been called. A liberal? No, and I'm and I'm neither. I really am not. I'm right down You're in the, the middle. middle somewhere. Oh, yep. I am right down the middle. Absolutely. That is funny. That's the first time anyone's ever called me a liberal. I've been called a Republican, but I've never been called a liberal. That's that funny. damn liberal Jerry Rello. <laughs> yeah, well, you got me figured out, Maria. And she likes us, too. And we like her. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, 517, first segment in the books. we got a couple more to go for you. And then Boomer and Geo on a fast-moving, well, at least we'll see if it is, a fast-moving Thursday here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, longtime tag team champions. All right, 525. Alan Jerry until 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. Rangers won 9-0 last night. 9-0. It doesn't happen often. And it was so crazy. Al even said, hell, call about it. So Tony in Westchester, what you got? What? Good morning. You're on the fan. Hey guys. So listen, <laughs> I got a funny story for you. So I was a youth uh, 
youth hockey coach in uh, in a Westchester city here, Bedford. I couldn't make a game, so one of the parents, a mother, took over, and we won like 14 to <laughs> And you got fired. <laughs> yeah, I, I pretty much was done after that season. So well, I don't know if there is a use for coaches. Well, I, Tony, thanks for calling, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that That's proof. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that sounds like proof. A mother came out of the stands. <laughs> And coached a youth hockey team, just like I think that happened to the Rangers last night. I think a mother came out of the stands. Well, that's game day coach, yes. They were game prepared, coach, though, yeah. by the coach all week. So what if the coach has just prepared you during the off season, and once the season starts, the coaches hit the, um, hit the bricks? I think there are adjustments and work that goes in every single week. I do. Having Watching it on a everyday basis with Rutgers, I can tell you all the work that goes in during the week mm. for a game is most of the preparation. Real quick, Kevin in Jersey. What's up, Kevin? Then we'll, we're done with this. Kevin, what's up? Yo, what's up, guys? First yo, yo, time, yo. long time. Love the show. Always listening. Nice. Uh, I was just wondering if uh, Al wanted to grab some Michelob Ultras this weekend down at Bradley <laughs> Beach. I don't grab Mc- chicken wings. <laughs> Do not discard Wait. chicken wings or Michelob bottles he wants, he wants you time. to have some with him. No, we'll hang out with you, Al, and then we can throw them on the ground outside your house. I don't hang out with anybody. I'm a hide in my house until the show starts, and then I hide again, and I take a nap, and I listen to Carton and Roberts, and then I get up and do it all over again. That would have been cool. You could have had a new friend. This is what I do all day. I don't need new friends, Jerry. I, you have three I, of them. I have three of them that I can, that I barely spend time with. I can't have any more. It's a very good point. So, Kevin, thank you, but yes. Al says no thanks. You're right. Thanks, but no thanks. Uh, Jerry, last night, Giannis intended to Coupo. Uh, he did annoy uh, some uh, 76ers players. He hit a turnaround jumper, then sat down on the court and stared straight into the camera with a giant smile on his face. Yeah, I don't know why, and I saw Dwight Howard's comment. I, I'm not so sure why this bothers people so much from this standpoint. Now, I know, so I went to search it because I wanted to see it. Yeah. And I see that a couple of years ago, Giannis had not a similar incident, but a different type of incident with the Sixers. So there's a history there, which is is fine. Yes, which is fine. But I would say this if you're the Sixers and they were dominating that game at halftime, and then they wind up losing to the Bucs, I believe it was in Philly as well. How about this? Stop him. It's not like he went over and taunted them. He sat down for a grand total of a second and a half. And saw the camera looking his way. He, I don't know. To me, it's like, whatever. You should have won the game. You didn't. Be mad at yourself. Don't be mad at him. Sixers center Dwight Howard said that he, quote, I wanted to go and stone cold stunner him, but I had already got one tech. Yeah, and he would have been that kicked been out awesome. of the game. A stone cold stunner at half court? Now, you had that with the Cowboys and Terrell Owens when he was on the Niners, and he ran oh, yeah. out to midfield, and I'm blanking out on who the Cowboy was that did that, but... Um, well, he didn't give him the Stone Cold Stunner. That would have been awesome. He just ran over and shoved him. He, he sure did. He clocked him, actually. Um, you ever see the Stone Cold I Stunner? I don't know what that is, but oh. I'm assuming it's something nasty. It is nasty, Jerry. You grab the guy by like the head and neck, and you put his neck on your shoulder, his head facing the front, and then you just drop down to your knees so the power brings his head and neck Boom, right on your shoulder. I don't know how wrestlers practice this stuff and guys don't break their neck. I'm serious. I don't know. Yeah, the, the Stone Cold Stunner looks like trouble, especially when, it's, when all these moves are done at such high speed. Yes. One little slip, like pile drivers and things. Like, How do you not 
really smashed the guy's neck into the ground. Couldn't agree more, especially when know. you see when guys do get seriously injured from something that looks like far less. And, and I guess it's obviously, it's just the the precision of the impact, and I know that, but I just don't understand how, how that doesn't happen. And maybe it has in wrestling. I don't know. I mean, I'm not aware of it. You would know more than me. Oh, there have been guys that have been, have been very seriously hurt from a move gone wrong. Okay. Uh, but the Stone Cold Stunner is always done so quickly. Like what happens is like someone will charge the ring and then and Steve Austin will just grab him and Stone Cold Stun him. Then the next guy comes in and he gets the Stone Cold Stunner. Do you have a new respect for Dwight Howard that he knew the Stone Cold yeah, I like that. Stunner? Oh, if he would have only pulled it off, though. If he would have been like, you know what? I already have a technical, but I'm going to go give him the Stone Cold Stunner. That that that's all that's all sports would be talking about today. Especially if they lost especially since they lost the game anyway. You could have got kicked out. You weren't winning. Right, you weren't winning anyway. If you would have given him the stone cold stunner, that's all we'd be talking about. Be a be legend. Awesome. Be, a legend. be a legend. I remember legend. was it Sweeney? I don't remember who it was. Back in the day when we were in Astoria, I remember maybe it was Ray Martel. It might have been Ray Martel that said the coolest way to quit this job would be to lock you and Joe out one night and me just take over the radio station. Right. To wait and see how long in the middle of the night before <laughs> Eric Spitz or Mark Chernoff realized and they got security and to kick me out. <laughs> and it could be the Ray Martell program. I think it was Ray. Maybe not. Probably. But I think it was Ray. And just he always envisioned that that would be a really cool way to go out. That was his fantasy. Yeah, I don't know why I just brought that up, but yes. I was once put into the Cobra Clutch by Sergeant Slaughter. It hurts. I don't know what that is either. So Wait. these wrestling Oh, Sergeant hurt. Slaughter was here. He was here, That's remember, right. and he put me in the Cobra Clutch. Now that you bring that up, yes, I do remember that. Man, and I remember having getting punched by that woman boxer. Remember that? Yes. And Jerry, who was it that had you in some sort of a hold and you, you tapped out or something? I remember. I honestly don't remember that, Eddie. You don't? Al, I do, do not. Uh, I do. I think it was... Uh, I mean, he had you in some grip, and you were like, the heck? It was a legendary uh, UFC guy. Really? You you weren't fighting him, but they just wanted... No, he was demonstrating. Craig, of course, volunteered you to beat you. Which is fine. I don't remember that at all, though. Chuck Liddell, I believe. Chuck Liddell had me in a... It was right in front of (laughs) where you're sitting. You're kidding me. No. Chuck Liddell had you in in a move. Damn. I'd love to get Jake the Snake Robertson put to DDT you. See, you don't have the picture of that. Al, you probably ran in there and. I do probably. I will find it. I'll have to. I'll have to go deep into my Google Photos. I would love to see that. I will find that. I feel like Boomer right now when we bring up things about his NFL career. I have zero recollection of Chuck Liddell being here and me being a part of that. And then uh, would your kids uh, and your your team, would that impress them or they don't? I have no idea. I don't know. They probably don't know who Chuck Liddell is. He's not a wrestler. So right, probably not. A, and he he was a, a star of UFC a couple years ago. The kid, the kids are young. Probably not. Probably not. I would agree with that. Probably you would need not. a wrestler, a current wrestler, to come in and drop kick you or something, and your kids would be impressed. You know who would be super impressive would be The Rock because they the actually Rock. do know him from wrestling and acting now. He's too big though now. He would never do that. Oh no, I know that. I'm just saying he would be like the next guy that would really wow them. Yeah, The Rock. The Rock. Jerry, I know you've been following this story very closely. Uh, good news. A-Rod and J-Lo are giving love another chance. What's love got to do with it, Al? They had an all-night talk in the Dominican Republic and are going Tina Turner style, well, giving love another chance. I will tell you this, and I am—I really I don't care, but 
I was oh. intrigued when I saw the headline. Maybe it was TMZ that had it that said for the children, basically. For they the children. really wanted to try and work it out. And just, I'm like, you know what? I want to read this because I was curious how into the relationship and the family style life they had. I'll tell you, from the article, the kids had like, had a lot of emotions, if you will. Oh, like yeah. They really thought they were going to be a family and maybe now they still will be. Very um, intertwined, the kids. Once you get the kids involved. Oh, it's crazy. Very it? tough. Yeah. All bets are off. When the kids are involved, man, it yeah. changes a lot of your decision. It's kind of like when... You know, Boomer and G were asking me yesterday about taking a job somewhere else, if you could get like that NBA job. It's complicated. It's not that easy. It really isn't. But Which, it is amazing. The men who, you know, have the opportunity yeah. that he has. I mean, who could want a more beautiful woman than her that he has? And yet it's not enough. And because he's A-Run, he has the opportunity. Well, and vice versa. I mean, you don't know that she's been... I guess exactly. so, but I, know? I just attribute it more to uh, Everybody men. attributes it to him because he's the pig. We know that. But sometimes beautiful people get uglier based on their attitude. Uh, that is very true. unattractive people get more attractive based on their attitude. That is very true. You're not wrong about that. Look at us. Learn 25 in front of six. <laughs> 25 in front of six. Uh, half past the hour as we are getting you to Boomer and Geo on a Thursday. Don't go away. More to do here on the warm-up show on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. All right, 20 in front of six. Nets won last night at Indiana, even without Durant, without Irving, without Blake Griffin. So they continue to roll. The Rangers win 9-0. So crazy that Al and I talked hockey this morning, and which I like, by the way, and we took phone calls. How about that? So if you didn't get in, you missed your shot. What else you got? You missed your chance. We'll take the calls again in about two or three more months. So don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess so. Hockey teams don't need head coaches, and the basketball teams don't need their star players. Well, when you've That's got James Harden doing what he's doing, I guess not. At least not for that. Now, how about this? So, the, there have been a couple of games where both Durant and Irving have not played. I'll give you two examples. In Phoenix, the Nets were down by twenty-four, and both those guys didn't play. They came back and won. And last night they were down sixteen, didn't have those two guys, came back and won. How about that? How about that, what Jerry? Do you think? Um, well, I don't think they need them. I think <laughs> they just need, uh, they need them. Oh, they do need them. All they right. need at least one of them, yes. If you're yeah, going to do need, anything, yes. We need one guy on the court, at least, that you've heard of. Uh, Jerry, yes, more information has come out. Uh, I still feel like this is somewhat fugazi, but I guess we'll learn more as we go along. I that, have a problem now with this. Uh, and our attitudes can change. But the second lawsuit has now been filed against Deshaun Watson, same lawyer. Here's a problem. Yes. I don't know how much of the story you read. Oh, I've read. But I'm with, I was with you 100% yesterday. Here's what was my I, take yesterday? I was with you that I, I think it was a fugazi. Sounded fugazi, yeah. Yes, like a blackmail like type of deal. Yeah, blackmail. Now, the article I'm reading today is that there have been two lawsuits filed, not one. Right. And that there are upwards of six women 
that have complaints and there could be four more charges filed. Here's my issue with this. If you read in the if you read through the article and again, they'd have to provide the proof. One of the masseuses is claiming that Deshaun Watson went so far that he actually texted an apology to her. Right. That's now, a problem for me. But someone I had read elsewhere that the text the text apology was that he she felt like he didn't tip her enough and he was apologizing for that. All right. The story I read didn't say that part, just that there right. was an apology text. So it, I, it's dude. all very hazy. The problem is, um, like you said, the second lawsuit filed, this lawyer claims there are six total. I believe they are all coming from massage therapists. Yeah, I believe so. I guess the problem people have with it is that the lawyer is very heavy into Instagram and there it seems odd that sure. a lawyer is going on Instagram giving updates uh, looking for more victims that sort of thing. This is like celebrity attorney versus so you see who his attorney is? Deshaun Watson's I have not. Rusty Harden. Remember that Who's name? That? Roger Clemens attorney. Is that right? You don't remember that name? I don't. Yeah, he was all over the TV when when Clemens was going through everything um with the steroids and the, the whatever he went through. So yeah, that I thought it was interesting when I saw Rusty Harden. I guess he's the Houston celebrity attorney. Yeah, it's weird like you don't know. I don't I'm not sure where I stand right now on this one because it seemed very fugazi at first. Agreed. Then when you get multiple multiple accusers involved, it it gets less fugazi. I agree. Then this guy's just heavy into social media, more fugazi. Right. So who knows? Right now, and, and things will change daily on this one as more women come forward. You just wonder, like, do, it, let's say the Jets are very interested in in Deshaun Watson. Better right be now. careful now. Yes, yeah, this we don't know where this story is ultimately going to end up. I can tell you this, and I saw um, the article about what the Bears were trying to offer the Seahawks to get Russell Wilson. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. It was what? It was a couple of first-round picks. It was uh, three, three first-rounders. First three first-rounders, a third-rounder, and two current starters. Right. So think about that for Russell Wilson. I would think you're getting the same type of haul for Deshaun Watson, without a question. You're going to give up all that, and this is hanging over his head now? No chance. To me, and I know there are some people that say, well, I would still do it because I think this is, is as fugazi as the word goes. Okay, what if it's not? Right. You're going to give up that type of haul with this question mark now? You know what? I'm out. Now I'm out. I would have gone all in for Deshaun Watson, I, and you know that. And I was into that, and I thought for the Jets it would have been a good good move because they had so many draft picks. I thought they were really the one team that could absorb it and get him and still add on and you know give him players around him. This now, out. Moving on, right. whether it's Sam Darnold or whether you're drafting a quarterback or whatever you're doing, I have to go in a different direction now. It doesn't make sense now. Yeah, and it's uh, it's very, it's a strange timing too. You don't know if that timing makes it fugazi or not fugazi either. Exactly. Oh, and there are red again. I'm with you. There are red flags all over this, but now I'm concerned that it's not just one, right? And it ain't two, and it looks like it is multiple women. That's a pro- that, This might be a problem. This could be a problem, Jerry. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Man, it makes you wonder, like, if you're a massage therapist, you've got to run into creepsters Every constantly. Every day. use. My <laughs> <laughs> God, Eddie. It's almost like Eddie does the show with his hand on that button just waiting for something. <laughs> that was funny. I agree, man. That's, that is one weird business. Especially the ones where they'll 
they'll go to your hotel room or they'll go to your home and do it. Like Ow. it's one thing if you're in in the massage place where there's five other massage therapists walking around and there's a front office staff and there's people waiting to get massages. Like there's a lot more people around when you just show up to a stranger's hotel room or apartment or house. That's weird. I couldn't agree more. And there, and there's no way they're getting paid enough money to do that. Right. And did you, and did I read it correctly that he flew the one masseuse in from Atlanta? Yeah. Which he, he read according to the, the, the documents, that he reached out to her on Instagram, and she doesn't even know how he found her because she's not. A, she said, "I'm not a well-known masseuse." Yeah, something's with something is very off about this yeah. story. Whether it's coming from the masseuses or him, something's not right here. Something's not right. More, more as this story develops. Exactly. Now, since Deshaun Watson seems questionable as a quarterback, what are your thoughts on the Jaguars taking calls about? Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Minshew mania, baby. When Brother. I first saw the Jags, so I first see Jaguars taking calls. I'm like, are they going to entertain not taking Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. And then I see, because I saw the one headline I saw was Jacksonville taking calls about quarterback. I, and I, you know what? Gardner Minshew never even popped into my head. Yes. I was thinking about Trevor Lawrence, who, by the way, is only 21 is engaged. How about that? He's engaged? Yeah. I didn't realize that. He's he's been with this girl since he's 16 and he's engaged because there was a story about his bachelor party or something. And I'm thinking 21 and engaged and your 51 could be his dad. I get, I could be Trevor Lawrence's dad. Oh, absolutely you could be. See, now that, you know how I say I'm always afraid of having children cuz what if they turn out bad? Oh, if Trevor Lawrence was my son, that would be awesome. That would be awesome, sure. Cha-ching. Well, yes, that's true. I mean, he might not get the big, big cha-ching. We got to see how he plays. Yeah. But I would say the chances are pretty good that there's going to be a big cha-ching. I'd, I'd be like, right now, I'd be talking in his ear, hey, son, who taught you how to throw that football? Would you your, be the, I was, you know, it pops. brings up a great question. Would you be the type of parent that's looking to score big from your kid? I would not make it known, but <laughs> I'd be in the back of my head. <laughs> It would be in the back of my head, but I would not be like, hey, where's mine? So you'd be the type that on Christmas, a sweater, you're worth this amount of money and th- a sweater? This I'd be is like, what I get? I'd be looking inside the sweater to see if there's a couple hundies in there. <laughs> Some gold bars. Some gold. <laughs> where's my house? That's what, yeah. that's what players buy their parents. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I would do. I'd find all those articles like when uh, when running backs you know, win the rushing title and they buy their mom a house, and I would just send it to my son. I'd be like... What a sweet story this is. Boy, you are some special, I'm not going to say it. Like a player buys his father a Cadillac. Wow. I would just send the story. We read so much bad stuff, son. I just wanted you to see this. These are good stories. Wink, wink, hint, hint. (laughs) These are great stories. Now, I'm not a Cadillac guy, but if you could get me a Porsche. But I like the color black for my car. Yes. Just saying. If it comes up, just if it comes up in the future. <laughs> You're funny. Sadly, you've probably thought about this. I have thought about this. <laughs> and I think I like Gardner Minshew, although he's clearly not a star starter. He's fun to have on a team, I think. Yeah. He'd be fun in New York with the I, mustache. I think Gardner Minshew is the perfect backup that gets to play in three or four games a year. Yes. That's what I think he is. Now... You have to deal with the nude yoga in the locker room. That's Correct. weird. But if you can get past that, perfect guy to have on, have on your team. I agree with you. You're right. You get past the nude yoga, 
And have you ever done nude yoga? yoga I've in not, your, no. You've never tried that in your, because you've lived alone. You've never I tried have. that in your condo. No. I've never bent over nude. In any circumstance. So the answer to that one is I have not. Have you ever flexed nude in the mirror? I have. <laughs> that was this, an easy one. I knew you did. I Probably this week. <laughs> Matter of fact, right before I went to bed last night. <laughs> it's possible. When I'm waiting for the shower to heat up, you know, the water to heat up. You sit there and just flex. I sometimes... I sometimes will, I'll either I'll do the side turn to see what the belly looks like. Oh man! And then the front that I might flex occasionally. And then I do to check flex. to see where the breasts are. Yeah, your pecs, I should call pecs, them. Jerry. They're pecs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, they're inverted. I too do with do you. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to right. take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now, however, a Radio.com Sports Minute. It's Amy Lawrence. Happy NFL New Year. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. we got a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo. Rangers blowout win, Nets win in Indiana. How about the fact, Al, that a listener to our show tweeted me a picture of me and Chuck Liddell? Yeah, so quickly. Fast. And I don't. Yeah. I, have, I have zero recollection of it. He had you in a front headlock, Jerry. It looked like you were about to uh, tap out. Your- it looks like, yeah, you were about to get your windpipe cut off. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Good and Lord. he seems a little, you know, crazy enough to do it to you, too. All right, well, I'm here. I'm surprised so. these guys do that in the studios. Like, I'm surprised even, like, that Sergeant Slaughter put me in the Cobra clutch. I couldn't just turn around and sue him now and be like, oh, my neck hurts. Let me sue Sergeant Slaughter. I guess technically you I mean. could. you got to be afraid to do that these days. That's right up your alley, too. I know. I, why I didn't think day. of that? Why I didn't think of that the day he put me in the uh, Cobra clutch? I'd oh, like, you mm. probably did think about it. My neck hurts. <laughs> Wonder if Sergeant Slaughter has any money. Well, oh, hey, he uh, Boomer did injure you twice. I'm just saying. <sighs> man, I got. Where are the lawyers coming for me? I'm a man. I'm Come 40. Me, lawyers. <laughs> coming up tonight at seven, it's March Madness as we bring you first four action. 